1: Welcome to the Jason and Scott Show. This is episode 247 being recorded on Tuesday, December 1st, 2020. I'm your host, Jason Retail Geek Goldberg.
0: And as usual, I'm here with your co-host, Scott Wingo. Hey, Jason, and welcome back, Jason and Scott Show listeners. Well, this is, uh, it's go time. This is the most exciting time of the year for everyone in retail, e-commerce, digital, retail, payments, commerce, whatever we call this. Um, we're sitting here. It's Tuesday after Cyber Monday. And as usual, Jason and I are going to dig into what happened over the Cyber 5, Turkey 5, or the newest name I saw this year was BFCM, which I think stands for Black Friday, Cyber Monday. To walk us through some data, uh, we are really excited to welcome to the show Vivek Pandia. He is from Adobe, where he is the Senior Digital Insights Manager. Vivek, welcome to the show. Thanks very much for having me. Uh, we
1: are thrilled to have you, Vivek. We're excited to jump into uh, Adobe's data, but before we do, um, we always like to get a brief uh, sort of a snapshot of our our guest background. Can you give us a little bit of insight into how you came to Adobe and what you do for Adobe?
2: Sure, sure. So I'm, it's, it's trying to give you the abridged version for sure. Um, I, I kind of started in in this sort of online space in a sort of digital marketing capacity and I, I, I worked with startups and, and technology companies uh, especially to kind of manage their campaigns and drive drive momentum there and um, I, I think working in tech sometimes it's it's like it's it, it's time dilation I think working in tech because you you then find yourself wanting to kind of explore other industries because you're very Fixated on on tech companies, and then so I I found myself all of a sudden working for Gallo and um, in, in working in the wine space, and it was it was great to be in the sort of CPG industry, and it also allowed me to kind of move out to California, and so so that that was absolutely incredible, and then uh, I I've always been someone who's kind of drifted from this sort of digital marketing space to more into the data science world because you kind of go from generating uh, demand and, and leads and things like that to trying to understand how you can target and and ensure that you're getting the most qualified audiences to, to do what the organization needs to have happen. So then when I got more into this data space, I, I found myself really enjoying visualizing data, providing insights and that's what brought me to Adobe. With Adobe Digital Insights, we're very focused on providing insights that can kind of size out the holiday season like we'll be talking about and, and pr- provide insights across a lot of different topics. So uh, that's essentially how, how I made it to Adobe and how I'm working in this space.
1: Awesome. We're glad you did. And then as a reminder for our listeners about the Adobe data set, uh, you you are one of the premier analytics packages that's used by e-commerce sites, um, and you get to aggregate all the data from all the clients that use that analytics package and
2: summarize that. Is that. Do I have that right? That's exactly right. So, yeah, we have... 80 of the top 100 online U.S. retailers. We have a trillion visits, hundreds and millions of product SKUs. So when you you bring that all together, you're able to get some really interesting, cool aggregate insights about the industry and how it's changing.
0: Well, cool. Let's, let's uh, start at the top, maybe take us through what you guys saw over the last five days.
2: So what we saw was, was in some ways what we were expecting and in other ways it, it kind of varied, but uh, we essentially saw about $106 billion um, drive through from season to date, essentially from November to where we are, you know, just post cyber Monday. And I, I know you guys have been following this in terms of how these trends, this early pricing, how all that would kind of come into play. And for us, that was also very important to size out and understand the trends, and also the election was also something that happened uh, in case you forgot. and so that was that was an area that we were curious to see how that would uh, sort of interact with retail spending. And so, as we got closer into Thanksgiving week, we saw about thirty four billion dollars kind of get realized over both thanksgiving, Black Friday, Cyber Monday and some of the days in between. So we were able to kind of chart and see some of the early spending that was kind of being kicked up Mm post-election. And then we saw a lot of early surging before we got into Thanksgiving week. And then we saw these, these largely dominant days continue to stay dominant. And, you know, we had... $10.8 Ten point eight billion dollars come yesterday on Cyber Monday. So it's it's been very interesting for us to see what things sort of panned out and which ones deviated from what we expected.
0: Yeah, and if we if we kind of look at year over year trends, um, if you look at that kind of I don't know when you start, but let's say November first ish to to before Thanksgiving. Um, you know, maybe, maybe if we looked at how that grew versus last year and then look at Thanksgiving through Cyber Monday, what, what, what did that look like from a year?
2: Sure. Sure. So looking at, you know, we, we, we had a, a a sort of a a prediction of 33% for the season. Mm -hmm. We, uh, that sort of initial prediction with how the week has gone, we've, we've adjusted it a little bit to 30%. But when Mm -hmm. we look at how this this particular period grew from November 1st to Cyber Monday. That was right around 27%, 27.7%. So that's, that's again, a, a, a large chunk of growth coming in into the earlier month, but we still anticipate some growth that gets us to our prediction for the entire season.
0: Yeah, and it seems like um, you guys and a lot of the other data providers kind of agree that Cyber Monday was, was a little bit of a... Uh, I guess a letdown in that it grew significantly slower than that kind of benchmark thirty percent is. Is that what you guys saw?
2: It's it's interesting because like the 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 momentum of Cyber Monday and it being the biggest day of the year uh, is is notable and it, it can't be lost on us that it was able to still surge at ten point eight billion dollars. But we when we look at Cyber Monday, Thanksgiving, and even Black Friday what we what we see is the, them coming down into the sort of lower range of our estimates. Mm-hmm. And we, we attribute a bit of that to some of the early surging that happened the weekend before Thanksgiving week. Because I know with early discounts, there was a lot of question like, how, will, will things look pretty level all throughout all the weeks? And and will will Cyber Monday and Black Friday, are they just not a thing? And what we saw was about 5 to 10% discounts Coming into the month, and that was enough to drive a little bit of interest in purchasing, but there was still a bit of slower growth happening because of the election and and people waiting for an outcome and announcement from the election and then once it once we had that outcome, it started kind of falling back in line with our predictions and then the weekend before Thanksgiving week, we saw the discounts go from five to ten percent to twenty to 25%. So that that sort of that sort of increase and then a little more room to get down to 20 to 30% happened once we got into the black friday and cyber monday days. So you you end up seeing this ha- this story emerge of how some of that volume got a bit more distributed across the rest of the days.
0: Got it. And um I'm not sure if you're aware but two very handsome podcasters came up with this ship again phrase. Do do you think and I know that's hard in the data but have you seen anything that that lends that that is a thing or that that maybe caused some of this earlier activity
2: yeah I'm familiar with the phrase for sure <laughs> and it's it's uh it's one of those things where i I know it was a real con- it's it's a real concern I think it continues to be a concern um and you guys were right to kind of call out the the potential impact as you were modeling it out but it's it's one of those things where different size retailers have experienced different surges coming into this period. So I imagine that some of that early weekend spending before they got into Thanksgiving week probably is what they had intended to sort of mitigate this volume. And that's probably helped them bank in more days and kind of distribute it more. And again, we we talk about click and collect um, and that's an area that's also helping Helping manage this this shipping si- potential situation, and what we saw there with it being up fifty two percent on Black Friday year over year, all that is helping in combination, I think, to sort of manage that situation. But I think it potentially has uh, even more impact getting into December and potentially being more of an issue there when there's just this desire of you know, I think with with everything that's happened in November, it's been pretty compressed. There's, there's an understanding that discounts are going to continue. So then the question is, is how much will things pick back up and drive up to new levels of growth as we get closer to Christmas? And that's where I think it could continue to be an issue because I, I ultimately think that for, for now, they've, they've been somewhat successful in, in managing the, the volumes and they've learned a lot from the earlier months of the pandemic And so I I would say that it's not they're not completely out of the woods yet in terms of it being a a significant thing that they're going to have to manage. But I think um, having their discounts situated and driving them down further before we got even into Thanksgiving uh, was was the right move for them.
1: Interesting. So if you look at it on the whole, obviously that these big five marquee days kind of slightly underperformed. Uh, or at least we're at the bottom end of the, the forecast. Is your hypothesis that um, there's less demand than you thought, and therefore it, it sounds like you did downgrade your forecast slightly, or do you feel like uh, some, just some of those sales got pulled in earlier and therefore the the kind of peaks are are leveling out?
2: Yeah, you know, I definitely think there was a a, a decent amount level of uh, front loading and pulling in some of these discountings earlier because that's where we start to see the sort of levels of surging we saw on Sunday that that kind of really took us by surprise. And then, it, but then we really also had a sense that Black Friday, Cyber Monday, Thanksgiving these would continue to be big days because from we also you know have our own survey research that we were asking. Uh, consumers about these days. And they very much feel that, yes, we know there are discounts happening uh, throughout the season, but we definitely feel that we're going to get the best pricing and best deal on Black Friday and Cyber Monday. So that kept us very much conscientious of the fact that those could still be pretty strong, and they were. So it's it's all to say it's, it's a part of the retailers to drive and move some of that momentum earlier, but also that sort of tug and pull of the consumers being like, well, we have a little bit of tradition and inertia and a perception of these days, and we're planning on spending on them too. So that all got sort of managed during this period.
1: Got it. And then I imagine to some extent, some of the the deceleration on these biggest days has to also just be the law of large numbers, right? Like it, it, it gets increasingly hard to grow as fast as the numbers get bigger and bigger.
2: That's right. It's, it's where we're coming off of these bigger bases and they, they're, especially when there is this sort of concerted effort to kind of manage and mitigate the volume that comes through those days, you're going to see a, that, that sort of, that drive to step to to another level percentage wise is going to be tougher, and then with with these tactics being employed, it's gonna it's gonna dull some of these peaks a little bit. But again, it's it's still that the consumers are you know in the driver's seat here, and and on their schedule is when things are happening. So it's it's really gonna it's that's really why we saw some of these big days still continue to be super strong.
1: Yep. And just to put things in perspective a little bit if uh, I'm going from memory so correct me if I have this wrong, but Cyber Monday last year was about like 9.4 billion, right?
2: That's right. Yep, 9.4. Yep.
1: And and so at that point that would have been the the biggest single day of e-commerce sales in the US ever. Um and then this year we surpassed 9.4 on Friday. So like Black Friday actually set the new record. And then we surpassed it even further yesterday, right? So we two days this year surpassed any day in the entire history of, of e-commerce in the U.S.
2: So Cybermen, Cyber Monday definitely. So not, Black Friday was close. It oh. just got it $9 billion. So oh, okay. it was just a bit under, but it was, it was, it was pretty, pretty significant in terms of getting to that scale and becoming in that way the second largest day at that point
0: yeah and if I, if I'm reading the data right, Black Friday increased about yeah. you know, call it 22 percent with rounding, and Cyber Monday was 15. so if that keeps up, the lines will cross eventually, right
2: it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's one of those one of those areas where it's like it's, it's that scale and those percentages that can kind of uh, mitigate and manage to move it to this overall season percentage that we're aiming for.
0: Interesting. Um, how about? All right, let's let's peel the onion a bit and go into categories. Any any categories overperform the models? Any any kind of underperformers?
2: So with with uh, Black Friday, we saw different categories surging. So electronics uh, and appliances and toys. And then when we went deeper, we would see things like board games and video games, things that. Are keeping people occupied, and then when we were coming into the week, we saw groceries kind of reach early pandemic level because there was probably both stocking up again because the cases rising, and then people trying to do Thanksgiving meals but try to see if they could avoid going to the grocery stores.
0: Anderson, um, how about uh, I've noticed. Uh, since we're into categories, the seems like the, the top sellers are the new consoles, but there's not enough supply out there. So um does that show up in the data? Is that one of the things driving electronics?
2: It's definitely um a type of high demand product that has these inflection periods and and they they are continued. It, they're moving in waves in terms of supply and and quick, you know, uptick in, in people purchasing them. So that moves pretty quickly. The more consistent ones that stay up is the, the video games, the accessories, and just the larger category takes a boost as a result of these two major console releases happening within the course of a week.
1: I imagine also one of the things that's a challenge for me in looking at this year's data is uh, I, I think the food thing really complicates matters because historically there was very little food e-commerce, like not very much grocery was online. And so obviously as a result of the pandemic, tons of people learned how to shop for grocery online. And many of those people may have done their weekly grocery shop over the Cyber 5. It wasn't necessarily tied to any holiday spending, but that was a a baseline of digital spending that didn't exist in previous years and does exist this year. And then to be honest, it's exacerbated because so many restaurants are closed. Grocery spending is at an all time high because they, a a higher percentage of calories are coming from grocery stores. So that feels like that's, that's an an extra little undercurrent pushing some of these numbers up this year.
2: Yeah, I would, I would agree with that. That, that does, you know, that, that does kind of add in a sort of additive level of it. And what I would say is that we saw that the grocery surges were happening a little more before Thanksgiving week. So while the magnitude was was pretty high then, it sort of trended back down as we got into the major days. So um, it, it's, it's definitely a factor, but it definitely got more limited as the week kind of wore on.
1: Interesting. And then uh, let's pivot to one of my favorite topics, mobile. So uh, his one of the topics that we talk about a lot on the show is what I call the mobile gap. And it's it's not specific to holiday, but just this general premise that an increasingly high percentage of all digital traffic is coming from mobile devices. But in general, the conversion rate on mobile devices is meaningfully less than it was on desktop devices. And so you kind of have this gap. Now, historically, during holiday the conversion rate for mobile improves slightly and the percentage of traffic from mobile devices is even higher. So with that background, what did mobile look like for this holiday? Was there were there any interesting trends there?
2: It it really Lived up to our expectations because we had imagined about thirty-seven to forty percent of total e-commerce sales driving through smartphones, and that's exactly what happened when we saw about forty-one point one percent drive through in in that period. And I would say it's really kind of a testament to the retailers and what they're trying to do in terms of uh, frictionless payment and making understanding that smartphones are the sort of dominant device even though people are in their home and um, you know you would imagine maybe laptop share would increase because you know you, you can pull out your laptop and, and really you know explore and have a larger navigation screen and things like that but um, it seems like the, the just the comfortability and the mobile first kind of approach that consumers have taken really tr- has has soared through the year and continues to have an a, a, a outsized impact when we look in the holiday season. So pretty, pretty staggering increase there for sure.
1: Got it. And it sounds like this mobile gap I talk about still exists because you're saying 41.1% of sales were mobile. I, I'm assuming you're going to tell me way more than half of all traffic was mobile.
2: That's right. Yes. M- more visits. I, I, yeah. And Exactly, some of these trends that you're mentioning, just these larger uh, order values for associated with laptops and desktops versus the small ones. I think those are just going to continue to incrementally. We're just going to have to have consumers just get more and more comfortable so they can continue to tick up uh, versus just this sort of macro. I'm ready to buy a massive, you know, high-ticket item uh, just quickly on the phone. I think there's a little more consideration there, and some of those are still kind of being piped through on laptops.
1: Interesting. And then one thing that I've seen some conflicting data about, I'd be curious if you have seen anything. Um, So traditionally, there's certain occasions that would increasingly be mobile, right? So uh, the traffic you see to e-commerce sites on actual Thanksgiving on Thursday tends to be disproportionately mobile. And intuitively, that makes sense, right? Because people are at home with family and if they're, if they're doing anything, they're jumping on their phone. They're not, like, excusing themselves from their guests and, and opening up a laptop. Um, but I've heard a hypothesis that this year, because we're all alone <laughs> and we're, <laughs> you know, basically, like, the internet is our dominant form of entertainment, that it actually uh, skewed things slightly more to desktop than we would ordinarily see. I, and I'm curious if that if you guys see that trend in the adobe data set or or if you can debunk that myth
2: yeah i I, I would say that we would we definitely saw that we, Thanksgiving Day obviously experienced a lot of disruption in terms of this year and and what what it could have done, but we still saw a strong level of volume and and mobile commerce happening that that makes me think that regardless of of some of these trends, it's just this bigger trend of people just being so comfortable with smartphones now that it's it's not as as an, it, it impervious or it, actually the opposite of impervious but it's 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 not uh it's more resilient to some of these trends of where okay well now this has changed so now i'm going to go get a laptop or a desktop uh and get away from my phone i think it, we still saw a lot of momentum happening through smartphones on thanksgiving day and it continued through black friday and Cyber monday
0: very cool. The uh, do you guys have any? So you mentioned that that we kind of hit a promotional kind of peak around Black Friday, and that got consumers really activated. Do you guys track that in any kind of uh, data oriented way? That that you know an, another way of another thing I'm trying to get at is sometimes retailers will have a great sales Christmas, but it'll totally blow margin because to get the great sales Christmas they had to give away too much. Do you have any any color on that?
2: I would say that for for us, you know, we we did we we have this uh, what we call our online pricing index that's built into our larger digital economy initiative, and so we're tracking prices year round. We saw the the big drops in apparel prices happen in in March and April, and and some of these things we we can track in line with with the CPI and at, at quite a frequent level of rapidity, and then when we look at the Um, holiday season prices, we're we're really tracking to see how much they'll kind of stay down. And again, I I, I mentioned this because we've been tracking them all year round. So we got to see what prices look like in October. And I think there was this kind of rush to say, okay, Prime Day's happening, holiday season started right now. And I, I would say that what we saw was certain Retailers you know, saw a bit of a halo effect of, of Prime Day. We saw prices come down within the range of 5 to 10%. But then they started to tick back up after we got out of the Prime Day two days. And then it kind of, again, st- sort of slowly dropped. And then, as I mentioned on that Sunday coming into Thanksgiving week, it just it took a much more significant drop. And so when you think about it in those terms, we imagine... There'll be a sort of this weakening of the discounts, kind of as the demand scales as we get close to Christmas. So it's not to say, oh, it's going to be this level of discounting all all season round. So you know that the, the consumers have nothing to be concerned about in terms of pricing, which is really important to them. We we essentially think that they they were able to kick into a different gear for discounts, and it'll start to scale up because ultimately they do want to preserve their margins and while also providing good pricing and competitive options for consumers. Got
1: it. Uh another topic that's really interesting to me is the whole omni channel aspect. Like we we've talked a lot on the podcast about Shipagedon, obviously. And it seems it would seem to me one of the, the best ways to mitigate limited capacity from the shipping carriers is to sell the store inventory and have customers come and get it um, via curbside pickup or click and collect or whatever the case is. Uh, I know you guys are able to see the orders that are click and collect versus um, shipped to home. Uh, uh, Any interesting trends around holiday utilization of of, uh, curbside pickup?
2: Absolutely. So they they are in a place where they're scaling this channel in a way where they're they're able to even direct consumers where okay maybe the, the sh- maybe the supply chain doesn't support direct shipping so let's let's push them and think about curbside pickup quickly so we started to see Black Friday uh, scale up uh, BOPIS or click and collect orders by fifty two percent year over year it's about thirty percent yesterday on Cyber Monday and what we expect is as uh the the discounts weaken and we get closer into december and, and we we are in december sorry um but as we get to christmas uh there's going to be this this focus on how do i get this product and get the best pricing and not get have my discounts completely nullified by my shipping costs so then there'll be heavy utilization there so we we actually expect it to be the dominant mode of fulfillment about a week out from Christmas. So that it's it's going to be a, a huge driver for these larger retailers as it has been this week in terms of helping them absorb a lot of volume and say yes, we have this product because and you just have to go pick it up.
0: Cool. One um one kind of curveball here. What what's uh when you were looking at the data what just kind of jumped out at you as the biggest surprise?
2: I think what we were pretty struck by was just the the level of of the the growth coming out of the main days, while still maintaining a lot of volume coming out of the earlier days, because it, I think we were thinking about it in a little bit of binary terms, which is it's you know this all could be a little bit of you know um, just just talk around. Okay, it's it's a it's a cyber month. So you know everything. It, you know that I've seen Black Friday is cancelled at certain places being written up, and what what it was striking for us to see is no they, that they are they are holding holding their ground as, as as tentpole days, but again on on some of these other days the surging that was happening for for retailers who offer bopis and. Who have who have made these inroads into early pricing and were able to deliver on some of that early pricing promise? They were able to scale on those days as well. So you you almost end up not with that sort of binary outcome, but almost both things become a little true. So uh, it, that was that was it was it was really interesting for us to chart that.
1: Very interesting. You know, one other question that occurred to me uh any insights about where what the big traffic sources were for for holiday like i imagine there's a lot more organic traffic on holiday than usual or a lot of traffic driven by email but i'm curious like do we see a spike in social we hear a lot about live streaming is that you know a meaningful contributor what what's bringing people to e-commerce websites for holiday
2: We've seen decent increases for social. Um, we saw about a 17% increase for Cyber Monday and uh, and through Thanksgiving. So it's it's one of those areas where it's, it's a category that we've seen traffic come through and we've always thought about how it operates as a channel for conversion versus awareness and then fueling people to come through other modes. So you're, you're, Organic search and paid search have, have definitely been drivers, but then you the, the the display efficiency right now is is pretty staggering. So that's also been able to help drive a lot of volume through for all these retailers.
1: I'm glad to hear it. Well, listen, Vivek, this uh, has been a fascinating conversation. Uh, but it has happened again. We've run out of our allotted time for this special Cyber Five show. I certainly appreciate you taking time out of what I know is one of your busiest days of the year to come talk with us. As always, if people have questions or comments, they can feel free to leave us a note on Twitter or our Facebook page. And as always, if you found value in the show, we sure would love it if you jump on iTunes and give us that five-star review.
0: Thanks, Vivek. If uh, folks want to um, see your pontifications and data visualizations, where should they go?
2: Absolutely. Uh, Thanks so much, guys. I I really appreciate it. And uh, yeah, I'm pretty active on uh, my LinkedIn. So if you just search Vivek Pandya uh, or Adobe on LinkedIn, uh, you you should find me.
1: Uh, We will put it in the show notes. And uh, thanks, everyone, for listening. Hope you had a wonderful holiday. And until next time, happy commercing.